Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. O'Donnell to hold, stretches his hand out, snap, placement, kick by Cairo Santos, it is up, it is good for the win! Get your feast on, Bears fans! Thanksgiving, turkey, and the fixings will never taste any better! Bears get the win! 16-14 on the swing of the right leg of Cairo Santos! Bears win! Fade to black from Detroit! On its way! Yes! The Raiders come up a winner, upsetting the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving afternoon, 36-33. Josh fires a short one. This one caught, and it is Matt Breida who gets a good block at the 10 to the 5. Touchdown! Matt Breida, touchdown Buffalo, and the Bills are pouring it on now. Yes, the Bills did pour it on. Thanks for joining us. On this Black Friday, I'm PK. DJ has the day off. So it'll be me and the Yak Man running the show as we finally get to see how good we are in radio without our fearless leader, our Hall of Famer, David James Stickledorf III. Hope and it goes we well. see <laughs> we see that the Saints, man, they stink without Drew Brees, huh? What's going on there? Simeon and Winston out. Trevor, or Trevor, Taysom Hill didn't get in, standing there that whole time with that new contract. I guess he get paid even bigger money to play his quarterback, but he didn't. Apparently emergency quarterback only because of his foot injuries, what they were saying. Yeah, that's tough, tough to watch. That was a snoozer. The other two games were okay. I didn't watch a lot of the Bears-Lions. The Bears uh, win that one. Uh, Lions, they're winless, or they 0-10-1 so far this year. And then the big game, the Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys also OT and settled by a field goal. It's kind of boring that it's settled by a field goal, but that's what they do. All sorts of flags on this. Cowboys, 166 yards in penalties. These, the Raiders, 110. Cowboys, they were each penalized 14 times. That is a ton of penalties going on there. I think the Raiders, uh, we talked to uh, Lincoln Kennedy a couple days ago. They're an analyst, and he was saying that uh, they really, really need to win that game. And they did. They did. Good for them, huh? Yeah, they got it done. I think the Cowboys will still win the NFC East, but the Raiders are just trying to get in the playoffs. The Chiefs have sort of uh, rallied back, so my guess is that they win that division. Although the Chargers will have something to say about it, too, so I can't guarantee that. So those were the games yesterday. Games Sunday. Who do you like? Well, let's see. The Sunday night game is Cleveland and Baltimore. Baltimore is a team that has an opportunity to maybe win the conference. Certainly they do, whether they will or not. We'll see. Some other good games. Well, the Buccaneers and Titans, I think. Right? Are they playing? No, Buccaneers and Colts. Buccaneers and Colts. Titans and Patriots. The Patriots established themselves, man. So that is uh, a game to watch. How, how good are the Patriots and the Titans? You know, losing, what, to Houston? Uh, Buccaneers and Colts, I already said. Uh, Steelers and Bengals, I like. Uh, see if the uh, Steelers, are they going to be able to win that division? Who's going to win that division? Not sure yet. 
your 49ers, Yak, you love the 49ers. The Vikings are playing them. Chargers and Broncos, you know, I, I like the Chargers. I love Herbert. I think he's a star in the making for sure. And then maybe the Rams and Packers uh, with the toe thing that Aaron Rodgers has got going on. And the Rams, you know, they're expected to do big things, and they're in a spot to do good things. I think they're going to make the postseason, too. I don't know if they're going to win the division uh, with the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals got a game up on them, beat them. Uh, but they're still going to have a lot to say, and especially with their new acquisitions, too, as they get used to uh, being with the team. So that is your NFL. Let us move on to college. Hashtag Utah State. The Agsters. It's 11 o'clock this morning, isn't it? Yeah. 11 a.m. In, in uh, New Mexico. Now, they each have uh, the opposite records. The Aggies are 8-3, and three, and New Mexico's 3-8. and eight. And what is that? That's on Fox Sports 1, is it not? I correct. think it is, right? Yep, correct. Uh, at 11 o'clock. And Scotty. Scott Garrett. You know how you have your, progr- your uh, numbers program in your phone, and then it'll say when they call? It always says Garrett when he calls <laughs> instead of Gerard. Of course, he is the guy who does the games for the Aggies, and they will be on at 11, but our pregame show on the zone will start right here at 10 o'clock with Scotty G calling out. It's a huge game for the Aggies. Even if they cannot get the division, now they need to win, and then what? Sando State needs to beat Boise. Simple as that. Air Force still has a shot, too. I guess if it's a three-way tie, Air Force is in. Uh, but uh, the Aggies, 9-3 and three is a huge first season for Anderson either way. Even if Boise State should rise up, and uh, I would think San Jose State is favored. I haven't checked the line on that. So upset the uh, if the uh, game goes for Boise and San Jose State loses. It's, then it's not a total so what. But it is still something that the Aggies, if they win today, they're 9-3, and three, obviously going to go to a bowl. So that's a great first season. So even if they don't manage to or don't have to get to play in the conference final for the Mountain West, uh, I don't really care about that. Now, if they lose this game, man, to go into the end of the season with two losses to teams uh, well under 500 in the conference, that would be bad. But I think they'll win, so they don't have to worry about it. All right, let's move on to BYU right now. Hashtag Utah. Well, let's do Utah first. I wanted BYU, but Yach is a longtime Ute fan, so that's what he does. He goes to, to Utah. Or going in sequential order. <laughs> sequential order. Very well. What he means by that is that the uh, Utes play today at 2 p.m. Right there at Rice-Eccles Stadium, right in our beautiful community. Now, this game is on Fox, right? That's a regular Fox. Correct. And as the Snigster would say, Big Fox, and he's the Hall of Famer, so I need to uh, I need to follow him. I'm not in anybody's Hall of Fame. He's, I don't even, what, what Hall of Fame is he in? I don't even know. But he's, he's in the Hall of Fame, is, uh, is what he told us. Uh, so that's a big game for the Utes in terms of keeping momentum. It's not a big game in terms of next week at this time. When we'll be talking about the title game against Colorado this afternoon. Colorado's 4-7. and seven. They stink. They should be able to win that game very easily, I would think. Uh, you know, they played down, I guess, to the level against Arizona. Uh, they still got that done. It was a game. I was at that game. It was longer in terms of competition and competitiveness than we expected. 
but they got the game done and they got what they needed out of that thing and they won so and i expect the same thing today maybe they don't dominate and i'm okay with that i don't need them to play their best game today i need them to play their best game a week from today in vegas i'll be down there covering that game a bunch of us will be down there from the zone looking forward to that and the pregame show starts at 1 p.m right here on the zone okay now we can get on to my byu cougars Hashtag BYU. Number 13, the BYU Cougars. Tomorrow night, 8.30. Wow. Cougar pregame show will be live from JCW's, and it will begin at 7.30. That is a late start, 8.30 on ESPN against the Trojans. Trojans are 4-6. and six. They stink, but I still think they're dangerous. They're dangerous offensively. So if I'm a Cougar and I'm concerned about this game, I understand your level of concern because their offense is pretty good. And if you turn the ball over like you did against Boise, it's going to be tough to win. Take care of the ball. Uh, okay. And, Yak, how many starters are B- is BYU missing on defense? They really are down and testing their depth. I can think of five currently. Yeah. Right. And linebacker, you know, yeah, they're down a couple of guys there. Peely and Peyton Wilgar, probably your top two linebackers, are both done for yeah, the year. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and I think Peely is your top linebacker. He's been gone now for most of the season. Yep. Uh, Wilgar here got hurt late. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of talent to not be playing. So uh, I'd be concerned about those guys there at that particular that position. Then you got some defensive backfield, some up front. So they're beat up. Uh, Trojans have got a bunch of injuries on defense. They're not very good to begin with. I still like BYU. Uh, hope they win. They can get 10-2. and two. Make it an outside shot at the New Year's Day Bowl. It's a possibility. There's a bunch of things that need to happen. There's so many things that uh, it's pointless to go through them because if I start running through them, you're not going to remember them anyway. 10-2 uh, and two would be a great season. 10-2, and two, I think, is always a good season no matter what happens. Even if you get stuck playing in the Independence Bowl against some... Uh, what, Sunbelt team or whoever it is, whatever. There you go. I guess you got to deal with that for another year before you move into the Big 12. All right, that is your Cougar report. Let's move on to college football. Hashtag college football. How about this? I watched some of that game because the Saints game was boring to me. Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin, man. You can't count that guy out. Win 10 games for the first time in the program history. They beat Mississippi State. Old Miss is number nine. It was raining if you watch that game. 31-21, Mike Leach going down. Uh, quarterback uh, Corral there. Uh, 283 yards, a couple of TDs. Good for them. Uh, having that opportunity to win that uh, 10 games. It's a significant uh, milestone for the program for sure. All right, uh, tomorrow. Now, we've got some games today, right? Who, who yes, are we do. big games today? We got, uh, well, I already mentioned uh, the two locals playing, uh, what, Boise State and San Diego State. That's at 10 o'clock. 10 a.m., 9 a.m. there in San Diego. Yeah, well, oh, and even more important, 9 a.m. in Carson. There you go. Where the game's going to be in good play. Point. Yeah, I forget <laughs> that they're not playing in San Diego, whatever. And 9 a.m. in Encinitas, too, all the way up the coast as you go. Uh, wherever wherever you are in California. 
Yeah, that's early. And that's going to be on CBS, regular CBS, right? Isn't that true? Yep, big CBS. Yeah, big CBS. I'm not used to big CBS. I'm used to big Fox, but uh, big CBS. Well, um, yeah, we're going to watch that game. I know I know the Snickster is going to be all excited because he's still a fanboy and, and wants his uh, Aztecs to have an opportunity to win that division and then win the conference. And they got a good football team this year. There's no doubt about it. And we'll see. They're ranked 21st. Boise, it's funny, but the uh, even even when they're not in their one of their better teams, seems like they're still at least in the division anyway, the team to beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is not one of their illustrious years, and they've had a lot of them. But still, they have an opportunity, even in what we would consider a down year to win the division. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Cincinnati is playing East Carolina at uh, 1.30. Cincinnati obviously trying to continue to get going to be able to be in the playoff. I hope they win. I would love to see them be in the playoff. I'm excited for them to get in because of who they represent with the little guy and all that stuff, right? And that's on ABC. Uh, Arkansas is also a ranked team playing in Missouri. Uh, then we already mentioned the Utes, obviously. Air Force, well, they're going to play UNLV. They're going to play them. Uh, that's on the CBS Sports Network. And they're at home, so I expect them to win over UNLV. Obviously, the Utes to win. And then uh, 6 o'clock on Fox. What's it? Fox Sports 1, is that what we call it? Uh, Washington and Washington State. Now, Washington State has an opportunity to win the division. Uh, hope they don't do it. Because I think for the Utes, and for the Pac-12, I think they really need Oregon in there. Really need Oregon. Uh, because, what, Oregon's ranked 11th. And you don't want... Washington State, come on. It's all going to be about their coaches and the vaccine. And if Oregon State should win, and that's tomorrow at 1.30. But if Oregon State... Oregon State lost to Colorado. I can't give them any respect losing to Colorado. Just can't do it. So I think for the Utes and the Pac-12, you want Oregon to win. That's tomorrow at 1.30, as I said. And then, of course, the big game tomorrow at 10 o'clock our time on Big Fox is Ohio State and Michigan. That's number two versus number five. That's the overwhelming big game, right? I don't think anybody would argue on that. Uh, looking through a bunch of other games, a bunch of rivalry games that are going on tomorrow. Uh, so... Have fun. The next two days with college football, it's a big, big deal for sure. Uh, some other news, Texas Tech coach Joey McGuire, and his name Sonny Cumbry. He is the interim head coach in OC, right? He'll be retained as offensive yep. coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Good for him. Now, he played there, if you remember. Uh, and then we also got West Point Cadets attempting to nab the U.S. Naval Academy's mascot ahead of the annual Army-Navy game. Ended up there. De- Grabbing a different goat? What the, what the heck is that story, Yak? What does they, that mean? They grabbed the wrong goat. They went to the farm apparently near Annapolis where they keep these goats. Bill is the name of the goat. It's a long line. They named it. So Bill number 37 apparently is the current mascot. <laughs> they happened to grab Bill number 34 who has been retired for 14 years and only has one horn apparently. Okay. 
and also the one other thing about this is these cadets um, this has been kind of it used to be a thing they used to do all the time back in the day but since the ni- early 1990s nabbing the uh, mascots the live mascots for these schools actually been off limits so these cadets are actually in hot water hot water yeah well there you go what's that in two weeks that game yep December 11th yeah, yeah. I always watch that uh, feel like it's a sense of duty pay attention to that game even if the teams aren't very good, Navy's struggled this year for sure. All right, that is your college football. Let's move on to the NBA. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Jazz get the win Wednesday night. Now, they only won by six. Interestingly enough, Donovan Mitchell quiet the whole game and then in the last minute scores six. And they win by six over Oklahoma City. So, there you go. Clarkson. 20 points, they much needed it, and they got the win. They're 12 and 6. That's all that matters. Now they've got the New Orleans Pelicans, who are only 4 and 16. They really stink. They got them tonight and tomorrow. Both games 7 o'clock. Both games in the arena here in town. Obviously, uh, both nights with we being the flagship station of the Jazz. The zone pregame coverage starts an hour earlier, so that's at 6 o'clock tonight. 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Jazz did what they needed to do. That's all that matters. They won. And these aren't very good teams that they're playing right now. So that even makes it more important to win. Because you don't want to be losing to bad teams. And they went on the road. They got the win. So good for them. That's what counts. All right. Let's move on. Hashtag NBA. So I saw this last night. Marcus Gasol, 36 years old. Garona, is that how you said it? He founded that club. It's a second division in Spain, and he'll play. And then he'll decide if he, she, if he should retire. Uh, so uh, we'll see uh, how that goes. I would think he'd probably retire. It looked like he was, uh, metaphorically speaking, on his last legs when he was playing with the Lakers. What was it, last year? Last couple years. And then Clay Thompson talking about how he's not sure when he's going to return, but he practiced fully with the team. Now he's had all sorts of injuries, right? Double injuries to the leg. So he comes back, uh, and they're they're rolling. What are they? What's their record? Like 14-2? and two? Uh, they're Some just, bad effect. Yeah, yeah, they're just kicking butt big time. Yeah, actually 16-2. and two. And the Suns, man, the Suns haven't lost in so long now. Their streaks, what's their streaks? Like 13 games in a row something like that and the jazz are sitting there in third place four games behind the warriors three games behind the suns so adds to the level of importance that they uh, as far as uh, why they need to get going all sorts of games today a bunch of games uh it's probably about uh, 12 13 games I already mentioned the jazz and uh, big games in the nba they're all sort of the same at this point in the regular season uh, Clippers. Clippers playing an afternoon game. That's sort of cool. Phoenix is at New York. And the Suns, uh, that uh, that team is really, really hot. See if they can continue. Okay, that's your NBA right here on The Zone. Hashtag college basketball. College hoop-de-doo. Well, the Cougars 5-0 and beat Texas Southern. Lucas at 18 points. SUU, top bowling green. And UVU, 5-1. and one. Let's give a shout-out to the Wolverines, 5-1. and one. They down Nichols, 74-63, 5-1. You got to like that. Some games tomorrow. 
got UVU's hosting Denver. That's at 3 o'clock. The Aggies 4-1. They'll take on a Texas Arlington. That, that's 7 o'clock. That'll be on 1280 of uh, the zone. Weber. Weber's undefeated, man. They're in state to play Dixie at 7 o'clock. And then there's sort of a big game. BYU 5-0. Utah 5-0. Tomorrow, 7-30 on the Pac-12 Network at the Huntsman Center. Man, I wish they wouldn't have played this tomorrow. Right in the middle of all the college football going on and NBA basketball, the Jazz playing, and they got to play this game. I don't understand why they're playing it on Saturday. Uh, I know with the conference schedule, uh, the Pac-12 is playing a couple of conference games here next week, and then they play some non-conference, and then uh, then they start up conference again. But I wish it wouldn't have been tomorrow night. It's going to be hard. To, I'll have it on my computer because I want to watch it, but I uh, also got football, got the Jazz, got BYU, a lot of stuff going on. So that's your college basketball right here on the Zone Sports Network. Hashtag RSL. Our RSL. Our Real Salt Lake. Sporting KC. Tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, ABC. This is the Western Conference semifinal. The other side has already been decided. Portland upsetting L.A. So the winner of this game, the winner of this match, can we call it, uh, did I say L.A.? Yeah. I was thinking the Colorado Rapids had the best record in the division, did they not? Correct. Or conference, I should say. Uh, Yeah, and they got that win. And that's. I guess that was an upset. It was. I don't know what the soccer lines are. But if you just go by the seeds, uh, RSL can win the conference and not play a home game, I guess, because that thing would be at Portland, right? Yep. Uh, Yeah. So good luck to them. It would be fun to see them do it. That's tomorrow. You can watch it. One o'clock, ABC. All right, that what that is what is trending, and it's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. You can call them at 801-295-1690. 295-1690. That is Shamrock Plumbing. All right, here's the lineup for today. Eight o'clock. We're gonna have Locke talking all things jazz, right? Joe Wiggles, I guess he's going to try to be on. Is that what you're telling me? I just got word 840. All right, game day. He doesn't miss a week. Nope. Even on game day. Obviously, they're playing tonight. And then Ryan Abraham, who is the insider for the Trojans. See what's going on with them. Be joining us at 930. Stay with us, man. College football, NBA, pro football, Cougars. Opportunity to go 5-0. and How big of a deal is it? Stay with us. We'll get to that next. The new zone lineup is here with the best coverage of the sports you love and the teams you can't live without. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10, followed by Jake Scott and Ben Anderson from 10 to noon. Get your daily fix of Hanson Scotty from noon to 3. And then the zone welcomes unrivaled with Alex Curie and former NFL quarterback Scott Mitchell to the team. Weekdays from 3 to 6, live and local. All day, every day. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. All right, hot takes. Not hot cakes. Hot takes or toast. What are you eating this morning? It's brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Utah Facial Plastics. Are you losing your hair? 
while it's 2021. You don't have to. Come on. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. All you got to do is text HAIR, H-A-I-R, to 801-960-3137. You get 15% off any hair loss treatment. Or you can visit www.utahhairmd.com. Utahhairmd.com. All right, all you BYU entrepreneurs, how you hanging on? Where are you this morning? Are you in San Bernardino on your way? Cougars get an opportunity to get 10 wins. Gi, 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 gigantic. If you win this ball game. You will have the best record in the state, guaranteed. And how about this? What means more to BYU fans? Ten wins, which is a great number, or going five and Zipola in the conference of champions, the Pac-12. Five and zero. How cool would that be? Because obviously, man, you are never, ever going to play five Pac-12 teams again in a single season. Can we not say that? Can we not say that, Yach? This will be the fairly only time. That, yeah. Yes. And there's some massive merger that is unforeseen. But by the time that comes, you know what will be the status of all of us? We'll be dead. So what difference does it make? Right? Jeez. Downer right there. <laughs> you got to die, man. Why is that a downer? You people believe in life, love forever. I thought that's a good thing. I'm Not still a bad young. thing. Let me live my life. Well, the point is, and they're going in the Big 12 the year after next, and I think that's a solid, solid conference. So and there may be some other realignments that are unforeseen, probably will be at some point. But I don't think – I think that the Big 12 at that point – it's hard to say, but I think that the Big 12, I could argue, might be its most solidified that it's been in years, right? Because that conference, for being in what wasn't – we didn't recognize it as a power five. That wasn't a phrase until a few years back. But that conference has been the most in flux. And, you know, a few years back, it was in danger of going away. And then we know what happened last summer with the big news with Oklahoma and Texas taking off to the SEC sometime between now and the next four years. Uh, And so what was going to happen? Well, I think the additions has really solidified the conference. And I think now, could be wrong, obviously, but I think right now, once these schools all get in in the next uh, two to three years, that it'll be an extremely stable conference, I believe. So, I don't see BYU ever. They probably won't even play two Pac-12 teams in a in a given season. I guess maybe with a bowl game, you can't uh, say that. So they could have a non-conference and then maybe in the bowl. But I don't see it in the regular season. And they got five this year. I think going five and zero is gigantic. I really do, because it'll be interesting to see as they go forward how and if. The recruiting for the Cougars changes, right? Do they start to migrate more east 
I, I don't think so. I think the conference recruiting or the BYU recruiting will always, the stronghold that it is now will continue to be. And what I mean by that is obviously the LDS factor. And where are those folks population base? Well, it's in the West. So going 5-0 and in the conference where the majority of your kids live, I think it's important. I think it's a big deal. And, you know, you can't rely on it. Oh, we went 5-0 and three years from now. We went 5-0 and three years ago. I understand that. But I think you can get a surge now. And plus, I think, too, even in the areas of the Big 12, they still know about the Pac-12. And you say, hey, the one time we played what would be so-called a big or a Pac-12 schedule, so to speak, we went 5-0. and So I think this game tomorrow night is huge for them on multiple levels. I mean, I can argue that going 5-0 and is more important than going 10-2. and 4-1 and against the conference isn't bad by any stretch. But 5-0 and is big time. And keep the momentum going. So what do you think, man? Going 5-0, and what does that mean? How important is that to all our BYU fans participating in Black Friday this morning? We put the question up on Facebook. Uh, and Oh, Frank says nothing. Frank's got to be a U, doesn't he, Yuck? Nothing? I disagree 100%. Andrew, at this point, not a lot? Come on! I disagree completely. It's huge. Isn't the Hatch household and the extended Hatch household going to go berserk if they go 5-0 and in the Pac-12? Going hog wild. Let's go. <laughs> Some BYU entrepreneur has got to make stickers that you can put on your car to say 5-0 and in the Pac-12, right? Uh, you'd, ten- you'd think so, yes. A decade ago, they took a... Uh, Pleasure, Utah fans, and running Pac-12 stickers all over the car. Come on, five and zero. Oh. Uh, I think that I think that means a lot. Clint, liberalism makes the legs weak. What does that mean? What's that have to do with people? You going five and zero oh in the Pac-12? Yeah, I don't know what that is even referring to. <laughs> I, I don't think the Pac-12. Maybe philosophically speaking as a conference, but everyone's got uh, whatever side of the aisle you're on in your school, in your program, fans. Jake, absolutely nothing. That's BS, man. I No, no. I think it's a big, big deal. Oh, Mike Youngberg. It's funny. I love the robbery. The Big 12 without Oklahoma and Texas is the same as the Mountain West talent. The league is dead. How many Big 12 teams, counting the new Big 12, are in the college football rankings right now? How many do we got, Yak? I believe if you include the new ones, I think it's five ranked teams. Right. So five of the 12 are in the college football playoff. One of which is in the college football playoff field currently, thanks to Cincinnati. Yes. That that is just not true. That that's that is dumb. That's ignorant and that's dumb. That's uh I, I get it, the rivalry, so you're trying to minimize the Cougars. But I could argue can I not argue right now 
that this football program, uh, even in all time, can I not argue that this football program right now is the strongest it's ever been? It's in the best position it's ever been. Even better than those annual uh, 10 and 1, 11 and 1 seasons, and then they had the one season in 84 that we all know about. Can I not argue that it is in the best position it's ever been? I think I can. It's right up there. Yeah. Going into this league, this league is extremely strong. Five teams counting. They're not Big 12 now, but Cincinnati and BYU are going in, obviously. Come on. That's wrong. Houston. Houston's having an excellent season. I disagree with you guys. Uh, to, to me, and I'm a Pac-12 homer, this league is on par with the Pac-12 right now today. When we, Maybe in two years uh, when it starts. Uh, that's another story. Three years when all the teams get in. Man, it seems like a long time from now. I wish that they could get going as soon as possible, but they got to wait. Uh, I disagree. I disagree that this is nothing, that this league isn't good. I think it's a, an excellent league. Michael was kind of overshadowed by all the other success the athletic department is experiencing this fall. Uh, I, I disagree on that, too. I think football is where it's at. And it's great that the soccer and the volleyball and the cross country. But outside of those people who are paid by BYU to promote BYU and outside of the family members, which is important to them, I get it. Uh, it's all about football right now. Now, if these teams, uh, like uh, their volleyball and soccer, women's volleyball went through the West Coast undefeated, soccer's yep. in the Elite Eight. Yep. Yeah, if you if you win the national title, that's a big, big deal. And we'll see what volleyball gets doing gets done here get, because the NCAA starts up. Uh, Utah and BYU women's volleyball programs are very, very good. And so if you can advance, I mean, that's a big deal. If you, the more success you have in the conference, I don't downgrade it by any stretch because those people, men or women, whoever they might be, they're working just as hard. They're putting in just as much time. It matters just as much to them. I understand all that. I respect it dear greatly, the amount of effort and work that they've got to put in to put themselves. Those coaches are doing phenomenal jobs to build programs. It's not easy. You just don't roll out the balls. It is a lot of work to get to where they're at. I get all that. And I appreciate it and respect it. Football's where it's at. Uh, we all know that. And right now for the Cougar football program, it is rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling for sure. They get this win tomorrow, 5-0 and in the conference. That would be way cool. Particularly, as I said, you're never going to be able to say that again. Uh, be interesting to see what, the, uh, what Tom Homo does as far as the rest of the schedules in the coming years. Who stays, who goes. We know they got Notre Dame next year. Next year doesn't really count because there will be all independent games. But what they come up with, how much they'll play some of these teams. I would still like them to play as many Pac-12 teams as they can, but I understand if you only have three or four non-conference games, what you'll be doing on that. So I think it's huge to go 5-0. and And plus, uh, I don't know. If, if it's 4-1 one, and one versus the Pac-12, can the Pac-12 save face by having SC beat BYU tomorrow night? I think to an extent it can. That's why, man, I think SC is, is wounded. They're really wounded. Now they know if they don't win tomorrow and if they don't beat Cal next week, they will literally finish under 500. 
man, those guys don't want that. They don't want that at all. Uh, that's why uh, this game, from the BYU perspective, it's got me a little nervous. Uh, got me a little nervous there. I think so. I'd be a little bit. Con- I'm concerned about this game from the Cougar perspective. I'm not concerned about this game from the Utah perspective here later today. Not at all. I have zero. I'm I'm slightly concerned about Utah State. Slightly. I'm. Concerned legitimately for BYU. I have no concern about the Utes. We'll get to that. Stay with us next right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Cougars hit the road for their final game of the regular season as they look to stay undefeated against Pac-12 opponents. With a game in the Coliseum against USC, catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Cafe Rio, come join Unrivaled at the new City Creek Cafe Rio. City Creek Cafe Rio. Now, this location, join them there. And when to join them? Well, let me tell you when to join them. It is November 30th from 3 to 6. You can get your Cafe Rio favorites now at City Creek Center. My wife loves her some Cafe Rio. I could get her gift cards from Cafe Rio for Christmas, and she'd be a happy camper. So join Alex and Scott November 30th. And join the Utes today. What's today, the 26th? Join them up at Rice Eccles. Are they going to lose? No way. I promise you, is this the guarantee of all guarantees? What's your level of confidence, Ute fans? 99.9%? Is that too low? I would be stunned if they lost this game. Absolutely stinking stunned. There's no way they're going to lose this game. It's senior day. They've got to send the seniors out right, don't they? How many times have they lost to Colorado on senior day? Once? When they first joined the conference? Is that it? That's what's great about having Colorado on senior day. Now, not every year is going to play on senior day because it's got to be the home game, so the most it's going to be is every other year. But having them on senior day, they stink. This is going to be a blowout Interesting to see how much of a blowout is it. 30 points, 20 points, 25 points. I'm saying at least 25 points. Look what the youths did to Stanford. Look what they did to Oregon. They just ran them off the field, man. Uh, in the second half against uh, the Sun Devils, were they down 21-7 to at halftime? They smoked them in the second half. It's funny, but... The last several weeks, the only game that's mattered in terms of getting in the fourth quarter and having to be competitive, what was it, Arizona? <laughs> that's crazy to think about, but yet that's where they were. Uh, I think they roll. I think they roll easily. They may lose the Rose Bowl, but I don't think they're going to lose next week, and I don't think they're certainly, I don't think that they're going to lose today. 
so what's that? That would move them to nine and three. Yeah, I think they got an easy time. I think they'll continue to move up the rankings. They've really put it together. They're really playing well. There's just no other way that I could think about it. I I, I can't see any other way. Uh, as much as I'd love to see a competitive game, I don't. And I think it's important too to get some of the younger dudes in there. Uh, maybe even get Cam Rising out. Uh, you know, fortunately he's been healthy since he's been the starter this year. But we know what happened last year. He got hurt and he got hurt early. So you need to get going there, get some other guys some experience. This is going to be a celebration today. I'm glad it's in the afternoon, not playing at at late at night. Have it be right there at 2 o'clock. Weather should be decent enough. Should be a sold-out crowd. It's a great opportunity to just celebrate Utah football, get them rolling, set them up for next week in what would then be obviously the biggest game in the program history for the opportunity to get to the Rose Bowl. Uh, but like Kyle says, we'll worry about that next week. Plenty of time to worry about, especially since you don't even know who you're going to play. That will be determined tomorrow. Uh, with uh, I think Oregon is going to win that game. So we'll see how that goes. Exciting times for University of Utah football uh, as long as they take care of business today, which I think they will. And then next week, I still uh, it doesn't really matter to me who they'll play, but I think they'll take care of business. And then this program has really set themselves up to be really, really good. Did you see, Yacht, did, did I tell you this, uh, that Wilner, the San Jose guy, says that if uh, the Utes go to the Rose Bowl, that Kyle's done? Yeah, I saw it. Did we talk about this? I don't know that we a, talked about. We it. talked about it a little bit, but not super in depth. And I, I think I, all of us have heard rumors, but it just seems premature. That he'd be done this year. Yeah. Why? Why would he be done? Yeah, I, I don't know. What What's the uh, rationalization of being done this year? Now, he's only sixty-two. He just turned it Sunday. It's not even a week old. I mean, that's that's not that old uh, as far as that goes. And, and I had people saying a lack of energy and all that. I, I don't know that I necessarily see that. The results don't show it. The results are not showing it at all. I mean, what, do, you, do I need somebody to jump up and down and do stuff on the sidelines and all? You know, is it just about a case of mellowing out as you've gotten older, or is it a lack of energy? I think it's more of mellowing out in the game, let it play as it plays, rather than a lack of energy. I don't personally see it. I think the other stuff can wear on you for sure, all the stuff that you got to do. It's a hard job. I get all that. But... I'm not seeing it. I could be wrong, man. He hasn't told me I'm going to retire today, tomorrow, whenever. I haven't heard it. Uh, I know it's there. I know he doesn't want to coach long. But other than that, why wouldn't you come back? This team has got an opportunity to be really good this year, and it is good this year. It's got an opportunity to be good next year. So my guess, and that's all it is, is that no, no retirement this year. He comes back and plays next year. And then maybe, or not play, but coach, but then next year, then we, then we see where it's at, right? That's what I think. That's what I'm going with. Uh, the program's rolling, man. Set it up some more. Get going. And I, I, but one thing I did want to say is that I can see 
in in the argument of him stepping aside now, I don't think it'll happen. But I the argument that I can see that can be made, I think it's important for him to leave the program in great shape. So whoever's going to take over, if it's Scally or whomever it might be, even Kalani, I don't know, whoever it might be, whenever that time comes, that that person has an opportunity for success. So, And I think that's important to Kyle, that when he does step aside, that the next coach should step right in and the program can keep going at a high level. That's the way I see it. What I do see now, we want to talk some jazz because David Locke is coming up in the next segment. So stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.